What's up, everybody? It's your man, Big Man Kishore McCullough, star of the Big View, star of the message, back at it again with episode four of the Big View. Now, I know I've been gone for a little bit, you know, I've still been doing the message and stuff like that. I've been busy, y'all. I've been trying to make some stuff happen out here, you feel me? Um, I got some crazy projects about to come out real soon that I'm really happy about. Um, one of my videos, I want you to check out one of my videos I'm doing this weekend. I'm going to be showing some of my brand new merch that I'm going to be working on is going to be actually one of my exclusive gets that I'm going to actually get personally made for myself. But I actually want to see and have y'all actually check it out and see if y'all actually like it. You feel me? I got like a, a crazy idea that I want to try out as far as a clothing line. You feel me? And I just want y'all to see if y'all really like it and this and that and other. And if y'all do like it, you know, hit me in the comments section and this and that and other on my TikToks or my YouTube or Facebook or whatever, whatever have you, and um, maybe we can um, set something up to where I can get you a shirt of your own or your hoodie or sweatshirt or whatever. It really don't matter, you feel me? But um, we gonna get that moving, you feel me? Um, how's everybody doing this week? You feel me? Um, ah, now I got a second part. Now I'm about to do. I got a second part about the black-owned business, about the restaurant that I'm working at right now. Because I feel like I'm about to quit that job. So I got a real crazy story. I think the ending of that is going to be real crazy. So I got that coming out real soon. So look out for that. Because um, <clears throat> currently, right now, I'm suspended for some reason. But I'll get into that later on in the episode and stuff like that. But uh, we're going to get into this. This episode is called The Most Embarrassing Moments of My Life. So, we basically going to be talking about, you know, basically the most embarrassing moments of my life. So, um, for one, you feel me? Me, I don't take, I can take embarrassment. I, I, I don't mind being embarrassed, you feel me? Like, my whole life I've been, you know, always been kind of the corny, goofy dude, clumsy dude. So, anything that really happens to me is not really embarrassing, you feel me? But certain things, certain things is kind of like a little you know, funny, and I sit back and I laugh on them, and it's like cringe about them, so that was like, maybe that's embar- making me embarrassed, because I cringe about it, but, you know, it's all good fun, it's all, it's nothing really harmful, nothing like that, to really even hurt somebody's feelings, or this and that, never, but it's some funny stuff that I just thought about while I was just, like, thinking, and I was trying to get some deadlines, get this episodes done, because I have, like, little weekly goals that I try to meet, to where I'm like trying to do episodes and get them knocked out. You feel me? For us message, I got a certain amount of messages that I want to do before the week is out. I got a certain amount of episodes of the big view that I want to do before the time is out. You feel me? But sometimes with the big view, you feel me? People call me, people tell me certain things, and then I can't really get back into the show and get back into the groove. It's a difference between doing a message and doing, you know, the big view. The big view, you can, I got to be in a certain type of mood and a certain type of frame and a certain type of consciousness and a mind to actually perform this stuff out here because it takes a lot for me to actually remember the stories get them right you know line them up to where they actually flow perfectly and stuff like that you know the message is like you could just do takes like if, if i don't like a way the video is going this and another i can delete the video and start another one so that's why it's a little bit more t- tickle, uh, meticulous to do the big view than it is more meticulous than doing the message and my other stuff but um other than that, we just gonna get into it. So, uh, my first embarrassing moment. So, for anybody that knows me, I like playing basketball. You know, every now and then I play basketball. Me and my homeboy beat mode, we played basketball a lot. Um, we when we went to your Baltimore together, you know, me, him, 
the homeboy Tonio and some other kids. We used to work. We used to play basketball together at the school, like around lunchtime, and you feel me, or break time. Everybody would just go to the uh, Gilmore Projects basketball court and stuff like that, and um, play basketball. And you know, all of those times I had like crazy stories. Like this one time, like it's not really an embarrassing story, but I wanted to tell the story because the story is so funny and this and that and other. So it was me. Beat mode and my homeboy uh Vaughn, um we was playing basketball. We was playing like three on three. We was playing. We was playing like we didn't know what we wanted to run teams, but we didn't have another player. So it was this dude that got off the bus and he had a basketball in his hand. So he trying to shoot the ball and he this and that up and he's like, he like, yo, you want to run one? And they like, yeah, we want to run one. Like now, for anybody that doesn't know, I'm good as far as like. I'm short. I'm five six, and all my friends basically they, they damn near five eight, almost six foot. So for me, it's kind of hard. I have to play extra harder to keep up with them because I'm short, and then I'm fat on top of that. So I have to play extra harder. But that only made me a better player at in in times. That only made me a better player. So we asked the guy, um, "Do you want to run?" He said, "Yeah, we'll run one." So it's me and. Vaughn and Kev beat mode, my bad, beat mode and some dude, you feel me, playing the ball, playing basketball and stuff like that. And it was one of them intense games. Like, that was one of my, like, good games that I really had. Like, it was like, the the, the tall dude, he was like damn near 6'6", six, 6'2". Six, I'm 5'6", and I'm guarding him, you feel me? And I'm switching between, switching guarding him, the guarding Kev. So it's like, it's kind of like a Oxymoron, because I'm going, I'm going from guarding a five eight, five nine type cat, cat in beat mode, and then I'm going to guarding a six foot, six foot two guy. You feel me? So you feel me? I'm busting my ass. I'm working extra hard, like I'm damn near pouring sweat and stuff like that. But what what was to my advantage was I had speed over all of them. You feel me? They were a little bit more taller. I was a little bit more shorter. So when I would run plays, I would run. I would try to run, you know, run run back and forth, run past this and that and the other, and I would just tire them out to where they got to guard me and this and that and the other. So it was kind of hard for them to guard me. So a lot of times I would run, you feel me, catch the ball, make a little nice little plays, and then next, you know, make nice little passes and stuff like that. And then when I got open, I would make, my, make the open shots and stuff like that. So one time, me, him, me, and the uh, tall dude, we, we like, he's, I got the basketball trying to make a play and he's guarding me now the whole time he's talking shit the whole game and this and that and other. he's talking about yo you fat and this and that and, other, and this and that and other. you can't really play basketball like that whole time i'm keeping us afloat as far as points now vaughn is the big dude he really backing uh beat mode down in, in the paint and stuff like that really having a good game with him and me i'm just holding i'm just been holding the fort i'm making sure i'm keeping the ball inbounds making right passes when i need to and you know distributing the ball making points when i need to and the dude was like, man, you fat, you can't shoot, and this and that and other, and this and that and other. You fat, you phony, this and that and other. So he got into my ego, and I kind of got that championship type of shit in me and that championship type of vibe. So I catch the ball, Vaughn passing me the ball, catch it in bounds. I'm standing on the three-point line, and this and that and other. He said, you can't shoot, you can't shoot. Next, you know, I look at him, I give him, like, the, one of them Jordan LeBron fourth-quarter Kobe stairs, you feel me, one of them black mama stairs, and I step back. And I went like, shoo. I hit the, I hit, I hit him with the like the little, little pretty little three poles. You feel me? And I just, I let it go. And next thing you know, the ball goes through. The ball goes, um, 
goes, you see it's like the bitch is like a slow motion. Next thing you know, you just hear, and the bitch, I made the three. And that was the game point right then and there. So he was like, yo. And then we played another game, and I we beat him like, damn near. How, how much did we beat him by? First game we won, I think it was like 11 to 12. Yeah, it was 11 to 12 because everybody kept making points to tie the game up. So it was 11 to 12. And then last game, we beat them like, you feel me, 8 to 2? No, 11 to 2. 11 to 2. And like, that's when everybody gave me their respect and stuff like that. So when the next time I was on the bus, Guess who was on the bus? The guy that saw me, that played me, and I gave him the J in his face. You feel me? He was like, yo, I remember you, yo. You that cat that really played basketball. And you feel me? He was hanging with his homeboys, and he was like, yo, hey, don't, when y'all play with this dude, man, do not underestimate this young cat right here, man. Because this young cat right here, he can play ball. He can ball. Don't take his height and his weight for nothing, man. He really can play ball. You feel me? And after that, you feel me? I this. I love playing basketball. Now, the thing with me playing basketball, this is where the embarrassing part comes in. You feel me? I was playing basketball a lot. Every day, we would play basketball in the winter. You feel me? When it was damn near snowing. It was one time I played basketball, and basically, a snow, it started snow flurries and rain just started coming out. We were playing rain, snow flurries, and all that stuff. Now, over time, now, my my legs, my ankle, my right ankle is, is kind of like really, really weak. Like, really, really weak. Sometimes it can hang and sometimes it can't hang. Sometimes it might catch me off guard and get tangled up. And sometimes it might I might land on it wrong and all my weight lands on it and it bends. And one of these times I was playing basketball, I had a good game. It was like one of them great games I had. And I was scoring my mostly, we was up 10 to 2. No, 10 to 5. And I was scoring most of the points and stuff like that. And I went up for the layup. No, I went up for the rebound. And when I caught the rebound, I came down. And I felt all my weight falling on the damn uh, thing and just, like, bending. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. And I'm crying because I'm damn near in pain because my ankle was, like, bending. And I feel like I snapped my ankle and stuff. So I'm over there crying, this, that, ever. They're like, yo, you good? You good? You good? You need to go to the doctors and this and that. I'm like, no, I'm good. And I, and I slowly but surely, I get up. I get up and then I walk it off. Walking it off, slowly but surely, walking it off, walking it off, walking it off. You feel me? But the more I walk, the more I can feel I'm slow I'm walking. You feel me? I walk down the street and this and that and other. And I go, I got to go back to school because I got to finish it up because I'm about to go take my GED test and stuff like that. So I'm walking and, you know, I'm just slow walking, slow bopping. And I go in there, I tell the teacher, Mr. McFarlane, my professor at the time, he was like, yo, I said, look, man. My ankle messed up, man. I need to go home. I need to go to the hospital and get it checked out. And this and that. And that I really slammed. I think I really broke my ankle. Feel me? By this time, I'm getting to the bus stop. I can barely even walk. I'm like dragging my foot. I'm taking most of my steps is with the left leg because the right leg is destroyed. You feel me? And I'm getting on the bus and I'm like, yo, I'm sitting in pain. It's hard for me to get up. I can't get off the bus, and then I gotta take this long ass walk down the thing, down the ramp to go to this to my apartment, and this and that and other. My leg is destroyed, like, and I just and like, I, my leg was just like my whole right ankle was just like a big golf ball was in my ankle and stuff like that. But I didn't go to the hospital. You feel me? My uh, my godfather, the person I was living with at the time, he gave me um, some ibuprofen. It numbed up the pain to where I was easy. It was easy for me to, like, really lay down and just relax and sleep it off. 
you know, and I would just prop my leg up and I would just, I missed school for three weeks. You feel me? I missed work for three weeks. You feel me? Playing basketball. You feel me? And that was like, <laughs> after that time, like I started working around that time. And after that fact, my godfather was like, look, you got to start working. Look, do not play basketball. Do not play basketball at all. Do not play basketball at all. Feel me at that time. So it was like, yo, it was like it was some crazy stuff, man. It was some crazy stuff, man. That was some good times, man. I had some real good times around that playing basketball. Get more projects as a whole. You feel me? I used to hang with this girl called Kiana and this and that and other. We used to have so much fun and such good times working at that place, you feel me? I mean just you know, not that just being around that area and stuff like that. Mount Moore Court, you feel me? I got so many memories around there and stuff like that. Fat Boy, Lil Chalk, uh, Lil Dime, all of them, man. Like, they was so, like, I have so many good good memories about being around that area and stuff like that. That it really just made me reminisce and stuff. But, um, another embarrassing moment. Um, hmm. Alright, so this is when I was, like, 11 years old and stuff like that. And... We was living in this house. Me, my godfather, my godparents, my godparents, and my mother. And we were living in a house where it was like sometimes utilities would work and sometimes the utilities don't work. You know, you might go a stretch where the toilet don't work. You might go a stretch where, you know, the oven don't work or this and that and the other don't work. You got to learn how to fix stuff yourself. That's the difference I learned from Dealing with shit at the house and dealing with shit, you feel me, personally, you feel me? I mean, that living in an apartment, because when you're in an apartment and stuff break down on you, you having a maintenance team that actually specifically will take care of your situations. If you have a fucked up oven, they will come and replace your oven or they'll try to fix it. If refrigerator's messed up, they will come and replace your refrigerator or they will come and fix it. You feel me? When you got a house, it's not that same thing. You got to come out your pocket. It's coming out your pocket or you got to find out a way to find somebody that know how to do something or you got to do the stuff yourself that's what i learned the difference from being in a house and being in an apartment um so the uh the toilet went up now come to find out later on one of my cousins had put like one of these little toys that we used to play where he stuck it down the toilet and stuff like that and that stopped the toilet up um but other than that we go in there and we uh playing and we playing game we playing the game and this and another and I'm like, yo, I'm playing the game and this and that and other. And I was eating food. I ate like some like three bowls of cabbage and stuff like that. This is when like my godmother fixed the best cabbage, like the tastiest, like the best tastiest cabbage of all. Like I miss her cooking so much. Um, like she used to fix the tastiest cabbage ever. And I had got like from eating them three bowls, I started getting a little gas, and it's like. It was starting to feel like, you know, that little wet feeling when you get when you get gas, you start getting that get them wet farts. And it's like you got damn near check, check your drawers, make sure you ain't shit on yourself and stuff like that. Like it was it was one of those wet farts and stuff like that. So I'm like, I can feel I got to shit. Even, or I'm going to get to the verge where I do have to shit. And I'm sitting there sitting on the toilet and shit. And I'm kind of like, like. It's just coming out of me, like like water. It's just coming out of me. You feel me? And it's like it's nothing like seeing, you know, you eating like you eating the food and then you shit it out and you actually see everything you've eaten in your shit. 
You feel me? Now, I don't want people to think that I'm weird, but, you know, I actually, I, when I was a kid, I actually, like, when I used to shit, I used to turn around after I wiped my ass before I flushed the toilet, I would actually look in my shit and see what I've eaten and stuff like that and see if i seen, like, oh, yeah, there's corn, there's rice, there's a piece of chicken, this and that and other. Don't think I'm weird and this and that and other. That was my childhood. I don't judge your childhood. Don't judge my childhood. You feel me? But, um, yeah. So I'm checking that and it's like it's it's like cabbage and stuff like that. Now, mind you, I did not know, I had forgotten that the toilet was stopped up. The toilet stopped up. I shit in the toilet, but the toilet stopped up. So I'm flushing the toilet and the toilet won't flush. Flushing the toilet, toilet won't flush. So I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. I said, oh shit, I forgot the toilet is not fucking flushing because the toilet is not working right now so i'm like what do i do what do i do i'm on it what if i leave the shit in the toilet you feel me it's gonna start stinking up the bathroom then it's gonna be you know a process of elimination who shit it then it might come back to me this and that and the other because i was the only one here at this time to be shitting in the bathroom and this and that and the other like it was just so much that i'm gonna get my ass whooped for shitting in the toilet when I know the toilet was broken and saying ever, but whole time I'm trying to explain to my godmother, like, look, I didn't know that the shit, the toilet was fucked up. That's why I took a shit and I forgot. You feel me? Don't beat my ass. But I know she gonna whip my ass. She gonna whip the skin off my ass. So I'm like, all right, Krishan, thank, 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 thank. So I'm like, you know what? I see the tissues and I see 